Get going. If everybody wants to uh, check your microphones, I believe a red light means uh, we are golden. So, uh, with that, I'd like to uh, start the uh, North Metro Telecommunications Commission meeting uh, for December 20, uh, 6.05 p.m. Uh, in spring, here in Spring Lake Park. With that, uh, we'll take a roll call. Commissioner Masolia? Here. Love? Present. Here. 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 And with that, we have a quorum, so wonderful. Uh, I don't see anybody here for public comments. Uh, anybody want to make changes to the agenda? Not seeing anything. Uh, take a motion or any questions about the consent agenda. Not seeing any discussion. I will take a motion to approve the consent. You can turn your microphone on as well. There you, there Keeps you go. Keeps going on and off. <laughs> All right. We have a motion. Do we have a second? No. We have a second. Having a motion. Any further discussion? Having a motion and a second. All in favor say aye. 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 Motion does pass. All right. Moving on to the executive director report. Uh, pages 25 through 32 on our packet. I think we skipped over the change in the agenda as a motion, and we went straight to a consent agenda, unless I read it wrong. Okay. Okay. Uh, you approved the, uh, the the consent agenda, right? Consent agenda. Yes. Okay. Yep, thank you. Uh, moving on to the executive director report by Heidi. All right, I think I have to hold the button down in order to keep the microphone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get a cramp in my finger. <laughs> okay, so we've received our final numbers from NSPN.TV for our streaming arrangement that we had with them for our fall sports season. Um, according to their accounting, between subscriptions, downloads, and production fees, we'll receive about $2,800. Um, and while that might not seem like much, uh, in addition to receiving some compensation for our streaming programming, um, we also gain the ability to cover state tournament games, which we've never been able to do before. Um, and we also built um, kind of a, a decent relationship with them that I think is going to open other doors for us as far as production is concerned. Um, um, I think that the relationship that we have with them kind of got us the streaming job that we recently completed for the National Sports Center. Um, we're pleased with the arrangement that we have with them so far, and we plan to continue with it for the winter sports season. Um, staff also has some ideas to better publicize the availability of our games on NSPN TV um, going forward, so we're hoping that maybe the subscription numbers will go up a little bit. Speaking of the NSC streaming job, our sports crew, along with a lot of technical assistance from our video engineer, spent November 10th through the 12th covering a weekend event for the Sports Center. Uh, the video is being streamed through NSPN.TV, but we provided the production crew and the equipment, and NMTV was compensated $11,000 for the work. So that was pretty good. Um, podcasts of city meetings and other North Metro TV shows are turning out to be fairly popular. Um, Eric Houston has done considerable work promoting the availability of the podcast, including social media and print ads. 
um, with six of our seven cities participating and only for select meetings at this point, October through November saw 157 downloads of city meetings. Yeah, and there were an additional 66 downloads of North Metro TV programming, so pretty good. Um, Eric has also identified another service that could be of value to our member cities. Uh, he found that he was able to use the audio files that were generated for podcasts to create transcripts of each city meeting. Um, the transcripts are generated using an online platform called Otter AI, um, which creates an interactive transcript that's broken down by speaker, which is very helpful. Also, anyone using the transcript can click on any word to also hear the meeting audio. So far, the program seems to be a big success, with several city employees expressing a lot of enthusiasm for the product. A fun fact, uh, reported by News Director Danica Peterson, the four Lionel Lakes local decision candidate interviews were all in the top 10 videos of the month. Just the first week of November, right before the election, the Lionel Lakes candidates got 1,267 views. In the city of Lionel Lakes, there were 1,595 votes. So. A lot of people looked at them, I guess. Uh, also, throughout the election season, across all covered candidates, there were a total of about 2,800 views. Uh, we received the third quarter franchise and peg fee payments and reports from Comcast at the end of October. Um, while both fees were down over the previous quarter, income predictions continue to remain within estimates for franchise fees, so we're good there. Um, peg fees are sliding at a slightly higher rate because they're tied to subscriber levels, so that's understandable. But our miscellaneous income is making up for any deficit. So we're uh, way ahead on income predictions for this year, and so our budget for next year is very well covered. And finally, Special Events Coordinator T.J. Tronson, along with some help from Municipal Coordinator Trevor Scholl, worked with organizers to cover the annual Veterans Day program at Blaine High School. The event was live-streamed and also recorded for additional playbacks. And TJ is already working with organizers to provide coverage for the upcoming Guns and Hoses charity hockey event. And that's my report. I'd be happy to answer any questions. Certainly that Guns and Hoses event is going to be a great event. If you guys want to come out to the National Sports Event uh, Arena, that's going to be something that we do every year uh, just to highlight our own city. So it's good to thank you for the update. Anybody have any discussion, questions for Heidi on any of those topics? All right, not seeing any questions. Moving on to legal counsel report. Mr. Bradley. Chair, your favorite part of the meeting. It is. I didn't want to say that, but. Happy holidays to all of you. Exactly. Um, my report is in your packet. A couple of highlights for you. Uh, one, we um, submitted a letter to the FCC on your behalf and others. Um, again, part of a large coalition kind of uh, piggybacking off of the 621 um, rulemaking procedure and uh, subsequent appeal uh, related to cable franchising. So remember that franchise fee change and fr franchise fee calculation, that, that case. Um, anyway, uh, the FCC has not um, changed its rules since, the F since their decision was in part overruled by the Sixth Circuit. And so we submitted a letter suggesting that um, the rule called the mixed-use rule be repealed and that the other uh, rule called the in-kind rule be amended to reflect what the, uh, the court decided. So we'll be following up with um, meetings with uh, the FCC. We can do that remotely now, so it's mm -hmm. a lot more efficient to uh, be working with the FCC from Minneapolis <laughs> <laughs> instead of Washington. Uh, so we'll be doing that. Um, 
but it just shows you the value of participating in these procedures because when you participated uh, with this larger group before, it resulted in um, a really significant part of that um, in-kind rule changing from um, allowing a cable operator to deduct fair market value from um, franchise requirements um, to marginal cost, which is essentially nothing. Um, so it was, a, it was a huge victory, I think, for uh, local governments, and you were part of it. The, the coalition that you're a part of now is with um, the city of Philadelphia, the city of Seattle, the city of Minneapolis, Oklahoma City, a lot of cable commissions here, but we have clients from Vermont to Hawaii participating with this group. Uh, so it's a very significant group. Um, you also participated in the, um, in the digital equity program that the uh, Office of Broadband Development was putting together. They, they were tasked with putting together a report. It's called a Digital Opportunity Report, and it was submitted to uh, NDIA um, uh, at the end of, well, for sure, by the end of November, I think is when it was submitted. Um, we asked for, um, for OBD to make some policy recommendations, which it um, refrained from doing, but um, importantly, um, and because of your involvement, and I think only because of your involvement, um, the Office of Broadband Development announced that PEG access stations will be eligible for grants um, out of the bead funding um, over the next year or two. So we'll be looking for that come mid-2024 for more information. So um, congratulations for your involvement and being now eligible for those grants in 2024. Um, your commission also participated in the uh, digital discrimination docket at the FCC. And uh, the, um, the commission listened to you. And the summary is in your, in your packet. Um, so I won't, I won't go over it now. But just know that your comments were cited to 16 times in the order uh, and quoted verbatim four times. There was another set of reply comments that we filed on behalf of um, another cable commission. That was cited another, I think, five times and quoted one time. So um, by far, um, this commission was cited to in that docket more than any other local government jurisdiction that filed. Um, so just know that you're having an impact on, um, on these issues that have national and local significance. And that's my report. Happy to take any questions that you might have. I guess one question is, uh, how big is uh, how big is the impact going to be in the 2024 election that we're all hearing about on the news? Do you think there's going to be any big changes coming, depending on candidate A versus candidate B? Has anybody really come out ahead and saying they're pro or against uh, cable commissions? Well. No one's really come out and said they're against cable commissions. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we have, for, at the FCC level, we have um, a democratically controlled FCC right now. So they have three seats. Republicans have two seats. Okay. And, um, and just recently, the, the third Democrat was uh, just appointed. So it, okay. it took, shoot, 18 months or more to get that third mm -hmm. 
person appointed. Um, so we'll start to see some things moving now that there's, you know, a 3-2 instead of a 2-2 two -two, okay. um, set up at the FCC. You know, when administrations change, um, you know, there's a lot of turnover. So, you know, if, if President Biden stays, I would imagine that the FCC won't change a lot. Mm -hmm. um, if he was not reelected, then, you know, the FCC, you know, the, the shift would, would happen from a 3-2 Democrat controlled to a 3-2 Republican controlled commission. All right. Anybody else have any questions for Mr. Bradley? Just riveting. So thank, thank you. you. Thank I you. always try to make it riveting. It is. Just, it's just totally. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on to uh, old business, uh, a letter that I don't want to read, but uh, unfortunately we do have to, and that is under old business, Executive Director Letter of Resignation on page 48. Heidi, do you want to talk to this? Thanks. <laughs> it's going to go off. Um, you know, I'll just say that this has been an absolutely amazing job, and I've had the best time working here, and I've really been fortunate to work with the people that I've been able to work with. I've been really fortunate to work with a commission that's very supportive of what we do. I've had an incredible staff uh, to work with, and of course, you know, being able to work with Mike Bradley um, goes without, you know, saying how much fun that was. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm really going to miss the people, and I'm going to miss you know, the work to some degree. <laughs> um, but I feel like you're being left in extremely competent and innovative and hardworking hands, and I don't think you could have two better people to help lead you into the future. So I think you guys are going to be okay. But thank you very much for everything. I really appreciate it. Thank you. I will like to read this, uh, at least the second paragraph here. Uh, I'm so grateful for the opportunities I've been provided over the last 37 years. The support of the Commission and the Operations Committee uh, during this time was invaluable and something I very much appreciate. So, uh, unfortunately, we got to uh, take action on this tonight. Um, any other further discussions? I believe under new business, we've got uh, an additional item that we didn't talk about at the earlier that we will uh, be having another opportunity to talk more about Heidi. Uh, but for right now, is there any other discussions on the, accepting the Resignation of Heidi. Mr. Chair, if I might, I don't have anything that I want to say, but I do just want to stand up. Absolutely. All right. With that, uh, any other further discussion? Otherwise, I will take a motion. I'll make the motion. We have a motion, and do we have a second? Second. Having a motion and a second, all in favor, say Is there uh, further discussion? Oh, is I there mean, any I, further can discussion? Can I, I vote against it and wish she stayed there? I don't that? think it <laughs> no, would be okay. productivity, okay. but productive, but I uh, do appreciate the uh, sentiment, though. Uh, so with that, we have a first and a second. All in favor of said motion, say aye. 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 Motion does pass, I'm afraid. All right, moving on to 7B, uh, next steps for merger consideration. Uh, this is something that we talked about at the executive uh, meeting as well. Uh, Heidi, would you like to uh, talk more about this? Sure. Um, I'm sure you probably recall that at the September meeting, uh, 
Commissioner Masolia talked about uh, an idea that he had um, for one thing that we could possibly do to try to address um, financial issues that all cable commissions are um, facing. And um, he let us know that the Blaine uh, City Council was going to discuss whether or not they'd be interested in pursuing, finding out a little bit more about that idea at um, a City uh, Council workshop, which they had on November 6th and discussed. It was a good discussion. Mike Bradley and I were both there. Um, and at the end, they decided that, sure, they would be interested in maybe hearing some more about it. So at the executive committee meeting, uh, we talked a little bit, and we thought that, you know, all of the rest of your city should have an opportunity to discuss it, too, like the city of Blaine did. So it was uh, thought that perhaps you guys could go back to your cities and find out whether or not they would be interested in looking into that as a possibility for moving forward. And then when you come back to your February meeting, you could vote on whether or not you want to contact um, any other cable commission and commissioners or commissions regarding the possibility of working together. All right. So yeah, so our operations committee has also been talking about this. So all of our uh, managers at our individual cities are aware of this. So this is nothing that's necessarily new idea, but uh, do want to take this back to our elected officials uh, to make sure that we give the operations committee the appropriate kind of signal where we want to go with this. Um, it is certainly something that is exploratory at this point, and uh, uh, Chris, is maybe I don't know if you want to discuss further about your views on this or what your city is uh, thinking about and maybe some uh, just kind of additional thoughts on this. Sure. Thank you, Mr. Chair. <coughs> um, yeah, like uh, uh, the executive director said, we had a, a good workshop on it, um, super exploratory. I think um, our city manager kind of described it at this point as kind of just wanting to sit down and have a conversation over a cup of coffee type of thing with some other cable commissions. Um, obviously, if, um, you know, we were to seriously consider a merger, I mean, there'd be so much due diligence and, you know, we'd have to figure out, you know, all, all kinds of things, pros, cons, you know, what it would entail, all that kind of stuff. And so at this point, it's more just kind of an idea on the table, see if the cities are interested, see if other commissions are interested. <coughs> Excuse me. And then uh, just go from there. So, yeah, super exploratory. Um, I know I mentioned it at the last meeting. And, yeah, my, my council was uh, supportive and wanted to explore it, so. All right, thank you. So, yeah, we're not making any action item today. This is more of a discussion item that we want to make sure we, uh, as elected officials, uh, bring back to our people to uh, make sure that they're aware of it. And nothing is going to be moving quick on this. It is something that we're just uh, pursuing just to see what our options are. And um, in addition to that, we also have, under new business, a conversation about Fridley that will also kind of play into these conversations as well. So... Any other discussion items on 7B, next steps for merger consideration? Yes. <clears throat> so maybe... And watch your add. microphone light. I'll there it is. Too, I guess. <laughs> so is there maybe a... In order to bring it back to the council and discuss it even, can you maybe give a high-level driving factor? All I've heard is, you know, back in September, hey, Blaine wants to do this, and then in November, hey, Blaine had a workshop about it but I mean the financial issues that are coming with the reduction in peg fees and everything I mean that's going to be across the board with 
any commission, right? So I guess do you have maybe just a high level of what the benefits may be of considering a merger? If, if I There we go. Um, <laughs> I think that it's even before looking at that. I think that that's one of the things that would be discussed would be, well, you know, is that a solution to the problem or is that just delay the solution? Um, and so those are all things that would be discussed. I think that at this point we're not even looking that far down the road. We're just looking, is it something somebody might be interested in looking at as a possible solution? And when I send you your talking points, I'll send those to you guys tomorrow. I'll put together an outline of how you should approach it with you. And also your city, your city administrator is also aware of it. So, and I send the talking points to your city administrators along with you, so you should have the information for talking about it. Sure. Yeah. And to add to that, one of the changes that I'm seeing as well is the, what is the role of municipalities versus school districts as well, and who's using the resources and who can best use those resources and uh, the best way of balancing municipality goals versus, you know, all the independent school districts out there as well. So that's kind of one of the curiosity items I have for me is what role does this organization play with the different schools? Because obviously right now the sports programming is one of the highest watched products out there. So, so any other further discussions on that? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and I can just speak real high level. I mean, I think the original thought was kind of just the economies of scale and, you know, even with potentially, you know, Fridley joining and stuff like that. I know I'm sure we'll discuss it more further down the agenda, but, you know, Fridley is looking for a partner to record their meetings and it's way more cost effective for them to actually join a commission than to, you know, hire out services. So, you know, the more cities that you have pooled together, when we pool our resources, you can just do things for cheaper. And uh, we have some former staff that, that works at a few different commissions. So I think uh, high level, you know, economies of scale, kind of grouping together to, to make things more efficient. Um, and, uh, you know, I think, I think all of our cities would benefit from, you know, expanded reach, expanded visibility. You know, when we have a, a cool news story in the North Metro, you know, just seeing that kind of uh, maybe across the metro a little bit more. Um, so I think just kind of uh, those two things are kind of the primary driving factors for the city of Blaine's interest. Um, but for sure, you know, want to see, you know, what your guys' cities think as well, so. All right, sounds good. Any further discussion? Uh, curiosity question for Mr. Bradley. I'll put you on the spot. Nationwide, are you uh, are you seeing any uh, are 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 there any changes going along you know nationwide that you're seeing trends as far as our organizations getting bigger or smaller or any thoughts on that? Uh, thank you, Chair. No, I'm I'm not. I'm really not seeing that's, that's any changes. Okay. All right, excellent. I think that does it for old business. There was no voting items on that. Um, under new business, uh, we have uh, 8A interim co-executive director job descriptions, which feeds into from the letter of resignation 7A. So Heidi, you want to take this one on and uh, manage that microphone button? 
There we go. Um, uh, first, I guess, uh, as a part of the job description consideration, um, the operations committee is, of course, recommending that you approve Danica Peterson and Eric Houston as the interim co-executive directors um, until uh, a time that a permanent executive director might be hired. So it makes sense that you folks should make a motion to approve or deny that, <laughs> that they be named that. All right, thank you. Uh, so yeah, the job descriptions for uh, them are pretty much the same. There are some differences, I believe, but uh, otherwise uh, we have had time for the operations committee to review them as well, um, as well as we talked about at the executive meeting. So uh, anything else more you want to add? No, um, Mr. Chair, before we look at the job descriptions though, if we could make a motion to approve um, Danica and Eric as the interim co-executive directors. It's. That is a good point. Um, yeah, so let's take a motion to accept the conversation that we had at the operations meeting as well as executive on accepting Danica and Eric as the co-directors for North Metro TV. Is that worded appropriately? If somebody so wanted to make that motion, so having moved. a motion. Second. Um, and a second. Uh, any further discussions? Guess I'll put Erica and uh, Danica on the spot, see if we can turn their microphone, and just uh, maybe if you guys want to introduce yourselves to the general public and uh, give you guys a short time to give you a little bio, perhaps, um, just to put you on the spot. Sure. <laughs> I'm Danica Peterson. I've been working in North Metro TV for 19 years and a couple months now. I've been in the news department the whole time, uh, telling the stories of the North Metro. The time I've grown the election coverage, which is something I'm pretty proud of in my work here. And in the last six months, I've taken over uh, the finances locally and partnering with an accountant uh, that we contract with, but managing things on our end to uh, save some money after Rose retired. Right. Hi. <laughs> I'm Eric Houston. I've been working at North Metro TV for 15 years. I manage the public access department and general public relations at North Metro TV. Uh, since Rose retired, I've taken over a lot of the building operations type work at the station. Uh, I'm a graduate of the University of Notre Dame. Before I started working at North Metro TV, I worked for the DIY network and HGTV, but I've really enjoyed and found a home working in community television that just isn't available anywhere else, and I'm excited to be a part of finding out what the future is for North Metro TV. All right. Thank you. Looking forward to having the blend of your talents uh, leading this trip and uh, look forward to, uh, uh, I guess, setting you guys up as co-directors. So uh, it's a 50-50 split. Uh, we have a motion and a second. So with that, I will take a vote now, I guess. All in favor, say aye. 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 Motion. All opposed, same sign. I think it passes. Welcome. All right, along with that, uh, do we have to approve the job descriptions? Would that be appropriate? Yeah. Um, the operations committee asked that I create two separate job descriptions for each position. So I took the original executive director job description and divided the responsibilities, kind of based primarily on what the two of them are already doing, because, I mean, they're already doing their own jobs, half of Rose's job, and now they're going to do half of mine. So I wanted to make it as efficient <laughs> as possible. Um, and I also wanted to make sure that it was fair because 
uh, in the event that an executive director is hired, both of them will be applying for the job, and I want to make sure that they have equal responsibilities. Um, the job. Um, the job description also calls for them to uh, cross-train each other on their own jobs so okay. that they can take care of that. So yes, then I would need approval of the job descriptions for the two interim co-executive directors. Okay. Thank you. Any discussion questions on the job descriptions? Like again, again, it was stated the operations committee has reviewed them as well, and they are the more of the expertise in that kind of language. But uh, any questions that elected officials have? And not have seeing any, we'll take a motion to accept uh, co-executive director job descriptions as stated in the uh, packet. I'll move it. Having a motion and a second. All, any more further discussion? Any, all in favor of said motion, say aye. 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 And that motion does pass. Um, along with the increase in Responsibilities. Uh, we've also talked about the to the operations committee about additional compensation that comes with that. Uh, Heidi, you want to talk further to uh, page 57 of the packet? Uh, yes, the operations committee at their uh, last meeting uh, determined what would be fair compensation for the interim co-executive directors. It was uh, decided based on precedent from other cities experiencing the same thing with human resources policy. that each co-executive director should receive an additional $15,000 uh, per year uh, to be divided evenly between their checks, um, which comes to $7.22 an hour, um, which will become effective at, upon my retirement. And then um, once a permanent executive director is, is hired, then it would cease. All right, thank you. Um, any discussion items on this? All right, I will take a motion. So moved. All right, having a motion, do we have a second? Second. We have a second from Blaine. And uh, with that, all in favor say aye. 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 And any opposed? That motion passes. I figured out Heidi and I have dueling microphones. <laughs> nice. All right, moving under new business under uh, number C. Uh, City of Fridley RFP for production services, page 58 in the packet. I don't know if that's Heidi or Dan uh. That's Eric and Danica. All right, take it away. Oh. See if you can manage that microphone. Okay. Teamwork. <laughs> team now. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so uh, a couple months ago, we received a request for proposals from the City of Fridley. Their cable person is retiring and they are looking for an outside organization to handle the recording of their city council meetings as well as general ad hoc video work. We, Like I say, we've received the RFP and studied it and Danica and I have been working together to come up with what we think is a fair proposal that would benefit them and that would benefit this commission. Uh, yeah. One potential issue is a lot of their meetings are on Monday nights, and we already have that, so obviously it would involve an extra, at least part-time hire to make that happen, depending on how much they wanted us to do. But we are getting close to having the proposal completed and hope to present it to the Ops Committee in the January meeting for their approval, and then we will send it off. One thing that has already been addressed a couple of times, I think, at this meeting is that 
in initial sort of preliminary question and answer discussions with the city of Fridley, we discussed the possibility of their be maybe being interested in JPA. They had not considered or discussed that as of our last conversation, but we're very intrigued by the idea. So while that will not be the thrust of our response, it will be something that we include sort of as a door open conversation point for further down the road. Does anyone have any questions? Certainly it does help that uh, Fridley is in Oka County and uh, joining to us as well. So it's not going to be a real major uh, adjustment for them as well. And a lot of the same Anoka style news content will also uh, uh, apply to Fridley. Any idea if there are other um, entities that are filling out similar paperwork or uh, do they disclose that to you at all? Or are we the only ones uh, being considered? We're, we're not the only ones being considered. They sent the RFP to several organizations, and okay. we've received conflicting reports on who or how many might be responding. They did suggest, where did they, was it? They said they got a handful of uh, responses from Malaysia. Oh. But they thought that the distance might create some issues, so they were, uh, you know, dismissing those outright. <laughs> But certainly something that they mentioned right in the RFP is that they are considering distance and location in who it is that they okay. ultimately decide to partner with, and that's certainly to our benefit. Well, hopefully uh, that makes us advantageous to Malaysia. So <laughs> I would think so. So great. Uh, so no action is needed on that. That is for discussion only for all of us to take back to our uh, elected uh, officials as well. Uh, Mr. Luff. My one question would be about staffing, and that was brought up a little bit, but um, when I think about staffing, I also think about budgetary constraints. So how does that all fit together? In the amounts that we're looking at right now, we are considering, uh, you know, not only the amount that we would be paying staff to do that, but also amounts of time it would take to train staff, uh, you know, the time it would take to hire staff, because we know that city meetings have uh, turnover, some more than others. So we are all factoring that in. Uh, we would anticipate that we would have to hire a minimum of one part-timer, but uh, the money that we would make would cover that person's salary in entirety. And then if they were looking at additional fees, uh, they would cover any staff hours. Fridley has asked that our bid for at least the city meeting portion of things be a flat per meeting fee. And so all of that is stuff that we've been discussing and building into what that fee would be. We're interested in providing a competitive fee, but we're not interested in really, you know, undervaluing our services right. to get the work. Because, as uh, as you pointed out, if you know, if we have to pay for these other people, we have to consider the budget, and it doesn't make any sense to take on work that we can't afford to take on. Right. The only other question I would have, and this is getting into weeds a little bit, but are they only looking at council meetings, or are they looking at? other commission meetings that as well within their city? Uh, it was two council meetings a month and then there were three committee meetings. There were parks planning and something else I want to say. Right. So they said up to five meetings a month, um, but looking at their schedule, a handful are canceled every month. So, uh, and then additionally, they were talking about maybe parades or other department videos and things like that as well. And are they currently covered by Xfinity? from border to border? 
they're not covered by Xfinity. They're covered by another Comcast sub-brand in terms of what their franchise is with. I can't remember the name of it right now. It starts with a P. Paradigm? Paradigm, maybe. But we don't anticipate that creating any particular concerns or problems. They do have their entirely own playback system right now, so if we did do their city meetings, it would likely not have to go through our master control system. It would all be housed on their site. And do they have any closed captioning support at this point? They do. Okay. All right. Any further questions? Again, no uh, action is needed on that, so um, I believe we'll move on to uh, a new item I'd like to add to the uh, new business, um, and that is in support of Heidi leaving. Uh, we have a special resolution that we would like to, I would like to read out first, and I believe um, it would be appropriate for us to vote on as well. Uh, but I will read this for uh, word for word here. Resolution number 202301, I believe it's our first resolution, in appreciation of Heidi Arnson, uh, whereas Heidi Arnson served as Executive Director of the North Metro Telecommunications Commission from 2000 through 2024, and whereas she served diligently, consciously, competently, and fairly in all matters related to the position she held with the result that the citizens, cities, and subscribers are better for her having served. Now, therefore, be it resolved on this 20th day of December on 2023 that the North Metro Telecommunication Commission, on behalf of all its member cities and the residents, express a heartfelt thanks and appreciation for her service. So I think, uh, if you don't mind uh, duplicating Mr. Love's uh, appreciation, let's stand and give her another uh, applause. All right. And before voting on that, I would like to also offer that uh, we have the same resolution on a plaque that we would like to present to you. So if you would like to come up and receive this. Thank you. Not a problem. <laughs> Not a problem. And having this resolution uh, read out loud, is there a motion for approval? Second. We have a motion and a second. Any further discussions? Not having any further discussions, all in favor say aye. 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 And the motion does pass. Uh, Eric or uh, 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 Danica. Danica, do you want to say anything more since you guys are here as well? Any uh, further, further parting words or any uh, discussion items? If not, that's fine too. <laughs> Well, I'll just say that working for Heidi has been an absolute pleasure. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, I've worked for a number of different television organizations over my career, and Heidi is far and away the best boss that I've ever had. She's inspirational and supportive in a way that is truly unusual in this industry. And I think that North Metro TV and the commission and the member cities have all been really lucky to have her as a part of their lives and their operations, certainly as I have been and the rest of the North Metro TV staff has been. 
And I know that speaking for myself, and I think uh, the rest of the staff, we're all going to miss her terribly. And uh, <laughs> while Danica and I will try to fill her role, we will never be able to truly replace her. If you ask anyone in the building what the best part of working there is, they will say Heidi. Wonderful. They will, they will say my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Who comes to the office? Right. <laughs> thank you, you guys. All right, thank you. Sorry to put I you really guys on the spot it. like that, but it's worth it. Um, moving on, uh, no more new business unless anybody else wants to add any new business. Uh, there's some recommended reading in the packet. Uh, the next meeting date is the operations committee is going to meet before uh, Heidi's departure on January 2. Uh, the executive committee will meet on February 7, and the cable commission will vote on or come back to us on February 21. I believe normally at the executive uh, committee on February 7, we also are looking at new roles and responsibilities. If there's any changes in the commission, um, that will be in that executive meeting. So think about your roles within uh, North Metro, and uh, if you want to make any changes through your elected officials, uh, that would be the time to do that. So that's usually about the time every year, beginning of every year, where we uh, the, all the cities get together and they uh, determine who's going to be assigned to North Metro. Hopefully you guys will sign up again. Uh, the pay is awesome, uh, which is zero. Um, and uh, so that's coming up. Uh, so with that, I will take a motion for adjournment. Having a motion and a second. second. All in favor said motion, say aye. 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 Motion passed. The meeting is over. Thank Never you. Had enough cupcakes. <laughs>